the business is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV show. I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on socials. Absolutely, man. And I am Spike Lou on those same social sites. Suffered a heartbreaker this weekend, did you? Yeah, we should have won that. The, welcome to the Bahamas, my nigga. Yeah, we in Cancun. Yeah. Come on over here to the Cancuns in the Bahamas, Caribbean, wherever y'all want to go. Just welcome. Hey, I'm, I, I'm excited, though. We overachieved. We wasn't supposed to be here. And it didn't look like a fluke. It looked like we deserved to be there. So I'm I, I'm excited. This is this is unlike the L's I took with Rodgers because that felt like that was the end of something because you never knew when he was going to retire. This feel like the beginning of something. So I'm excited. Shout out to my cheese heads out there. Yeah, it's insane that y'all done drafted. If 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 love can keep it up from Favre to Rogers to Love, it's an insane amount of luck. That is insane, nigga. Meanwhile, we got Romo Dak and whoever the fuck else. Tennessee Carter, nigga. Please. Please. One thing before we move on, one thing I never thought I would say because I didn't even know they existed is yeah. Lion fans. Yeah. Lion fans? Uh-huh. Right there they, with Eagles fans. They nasty right now. Y'all y'all deserve it. It's been a million years, man. Yeah. Y'all deserve it. Chris Platt, BZ, yeah. all the Kimani, all the Lions fans that I know. Congratulations, guys. Yeah. Real class acts. Real <laughs> classy guys. <laughs> Act like you've no, been there. Those my guy. Act like you've been there before. But they haven't, though. So they, That's what they would know. They've never literally never been there before. So yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Hey, man, we got an action-packed episode today, man. Find out which rapper said he got 100K to battle any other rapper in his era. A fall-off list. The top 10 rapper fall-off list went viral. We're going to see how accurate that was. And Finesse two times gets called out for giving the same verse out to two different people. Did he finesse two different people? Or are we buying his explanation? Uh, but first things first, uh, anytime Kendrick Lamar has a snippet of new music, we have to talk about it. He dropped um, a new song in an ad campaign for Chanel. His company, PG Lang, put the video together with his longtime um, compadre, Dave Free. What do you think about the Kendrick Lamar song, man? You, you, does this make you excited for new music? Uh, No, absolutely not. This This song... Like some weird Kendrick vibe. I get it. Working with Chanel. But I can't stand here on 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 my own too and be like, oh well, Drake may not be hip hop if Kendrick Lamar is doing this. True to life, he's rapping, but this isn't really hip hop-ish, right? And I, I think not even think. Kendrick Lamar has his hip hop card. We know it is cool, but it's funny that he doesn't get the same criticism that a Drake would. And it's maybe because he's put more time in and has more rap albums per se. But that was the first thing that I thought about when I saw this. I'm like, niggas is premiering new music. We 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 hear from you every four or five years from an album since, but you're throwing new ad campaigns out with Chanel. And we're supposed to be like, oh, okay, it's cool, it's new Kendrick. Like, nah, bro, like, we still want you to come bite niggas' heads off, pause. Yeah. But, like, everybody just losing the essence, man. The essence has been lost. And maybe I sound the old off my line guy, but this wasn't it for me. I didn't like the Kendrick Lamar's new company, first thing, is doing an ad campaign for Chanel. Shout out to Hip Hop and the Growth and where it is now, but it wasn't for me. What say you? 
Yeah. Well, first off, it's not their first thing. It's like their tenth commercial. That's number one. You got to keep up. Second well, Kendrick, off, this is the first one that Kendrick been like has a song <laughs> premiering around, right? That's what I mean. Like, Probably, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I will say I like the song. Uh, I liked it for the commercial. Let me say that. Uh, I'm not necessarily okay. saying I'll ride around and listen to it, but it fit the vibe of the tone of the commercial, which I thought was pretty. I mean, it was cool. Like, hey, look, Chanel, you got tapped for Chanel. You've got hip hop acts in different spaces. I don't whether you say he's hip hop or not. I feel like people need to. And I thought about this too after the fact after we talked about it. The, the most deaf Kendrick, excuse me, the most deaf Drake shit. It reminds me of when. Do you remember when Steph and them first started shooting thirty and forty threes a game, and niggas like Charles Barkley was like, "You can't win being a, a shoot first team. You live by the three, you die by the three because it hadn't happened up until that point. Until them niggas won three championships, and now they're Splash Brothers, and everybody from fucking Pee Wee basketball on up shoots from half court now thanks to them because they won but up until that point Barkley was right you can't win with that because it never it didn't hadn't happened I could say the same thing for most deaf and like this Chanel commercial with Kendrick or hearing a Drake song in Target up until that point a hip-hop act hadn't done that so to him it's not possible or it's not hip-hop no it is it's just that it took this long for someone to pull that feet off um, so Kendrick, I say the same thing for Kendrick. I, I got to use, I can't cut Drake slack and then shit on Kendrick. No, it's the same thing. He's still him. He just has the versatility to be able to jump into a fucking Chanel commercial. Most deaf. speaking of him, he's overseas in Paris right now for fashion week. He performed for the Louis set too. So like, is that hip hop? How would that have flown in 1993? Probably not. But now it's a new day and it's expanded and the fingerprint of hip hop has gotten larger. And you can thank Drake and Kendrick and shit to some extent, most deaf. Everybody's played a part in it. So I hate on it. It's the bottom line. That's that's I received that. That's fair. But here, here's my question to that. What does it mean for hip hop if the biggest artists are allocating most of their time outside of the actual art? of the actual hip hop thing. Like niggas is not concerned about dropping an album, but I'll do a commercial for Chanel. Niggas is not concerned with uh, doing a rap album, but I'll do a dance album or a Caribbean album. Like niggas is not concerned with, oh, I'm gonna go in here and, and try to bite this nigga head off on this next verse or feature or song or whoever I'm competing with versus oh, I want my Instagram to be popping and we can get on live and we can argue there because more people will pay attention to it. When does it start to affect the actual, or has it already started to affect the actual product for you, for niggas? They just don't allocate a lot of time towards hip-hop. That, that's, the, that's, the, that's Kendrick's prerogative. That's his whole MO. He doesn't come out very often, dude. It just is what it is. It prints, Alicia Keys. Tapes, There's what several other people who, who take time off, dude. Control uh, verse out, nigga. That'll be enough. I'm just saying, niggas need to. He's already done need it. Need to contribute to the essence. Niggas ain't ain't engulfed in the essence no more. How we came up. He I just, can sound like the get off my lawn guy. He just turned Chanel into a hip hop thing, man. I fuck with. No, him. he did not. He did not. <laughs> he just did something for Chanel. That's what he did. That's exactly what he did, man. Speaking of the essence, it was in full effect. On the Twitter timeline, streets over the weekend, out of nowhere, it seemed, Lupe Fiasco went in on your man, Kid Cuddy, and gave this whole long story about, you know, how Cuddy looked up to him and 
how he hid from him when he worked in a vape store because he was embarrassed. And it seemed to stem from Kid Cudi telling Lupe's fans, I don't know if you remember this, A.B., when Lupe was charging niggas $500 for a verse and they get, got an exclusive Lupe verse, <laughs> Kid Cudi said he was robbing niggas. <laughs> Is this a big deal, little deal, or no deal? Because they ended up squashing it. I'm I'm glad they ended up squashing because when I saw what the actual beef started from, because if you look at Lupe's post, bro, you would have thought Kid Cudi called his mama a bitch or something, dude. Like, you would have thought it was way worse than this shit. Like, I'm talking about he was calling Cuddy all kind of hoe-ass niggas and bitch-ass niggas. I was like, damn, what did he say? <laughs> now I want to know. Cuddy don't even really be moving with that type of energy like that. Like, I was confused. Yeah. And so they they back and forth was interesting. But then when I seen what it was, I was like, hey, come on, Lupe, man. Like, really? From 2000? You called him a thief, though, bro. Like, they call you a thief. That's, that's high up on the oh, list. I know he called him a thief, though. Like, I just they said he was moving sketch. I saw that. Uh, he said you robbing your fans. Essentially, nigga, you they earning five hundred dollars. That's a steal for a Lupe verse. It is. Lupe <laughs> thought the same thing. Kid Cudi just he was asking. Kid Cudi was asking niggas what they was gonna do with the verse. Like, why uh -oh. is it worth five hundred dollars? Hey, he might have been on the song. Now look though, Kid Cudi talked about how he hid from him in the babe store because he said he didn't want this was kid cut he was a nobody he was still trying to get into the game and he didn't want to be the guy that got on and then lupe could hang that over his head like man you little nigga you the one sold me some babe jeans little nigga get the fuck he, he didn't want him to son him and it's crazy because he ended it's up getting on though <laughs> and it's crazy that he even thought here. that though yeah like it, it, you and i i know Kid Cudi has struggled in the past with mental stuff. Yeah. So I'm not going to go too hard on this, but it's crazy to think that he would even think that. One, because Lupe ain't that type of nigga. Like, I, I've I never agree. seen Lupe really move. I ain't really like the Royce situation where they fell out about the podcast, but I ain't never really looked at Lupe and be like, that nigga moving kind of funny. No. You know what I'm saying? It, it always seemed to have been solid. So I, I, it's funny that he would think that Lupe would do some shit like that, unless he knows something that we don't. I don't really, cause again, we you got the story. We seen um, well y'all seen um, Trinidad James in a very popular store down here in Atlanta. This nigga was famous for that. He wasn't yeah. hiding if Two Chains walked in there, or Jeezy walked in there. I think some of them niggas knew him from there. Yeah, from shopping in that store. So it's it, it's strange that he would think of it that way, especially knowing what we know about Lupe. If you if you look now, Lupe was snapping, dude. I was like, damn, bro. Maybe he's, he's on to something, dude. <laughs> he was going hard, but thankfully, they, thankfully they uh they squashed it. They got you know the end of the beef. Lupe said he's still gonna beat up some kid Cudi fans though if they keep talking that shit. That was funny. Just hilarious, and you know he know kung fu and all that good shit. Yeah, yeah he got the samurai swords and shit. Lupe will fuck you up, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Lupe got a chill, Lupe. man. Run up on Lupe, That nigga sounded angry than a motherfucker. Do relax, Her. dude. <laughs> It's gonna be some kick pushes. It looked like it was gonna be some kick pushes going on. He got to chill, man. Uh, all right. Next up, yeah. They play. They too old to be. They way yeah, too old for this activity, facts. right? Yeah. Um. Next up, man. Your man Rose Ross has gone viral. A young entrepreneur. His words: young black entrepreneur waited outside in yeah. the freezing cold for Ross to get a drop, and he asked him. Yo, what would you tell a young black entrepreneur like myself that waited three hours to get this interview right here? What would you tell me? And he said, 
And Ross proceeded to tell him, hey, stay outside in the cold. It's going to get cold, nigga. Stay outside. Stay outside in the cold. Period. That was the end of the that was the end of the interview. Uh was that advice worth the wait? Uh man, I'll say this. No, not, 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 no. It wasn't. I mean, somebody sees this video and gives that young man a shot, which would be fire. But <laughs> what I will say is this, what I've what I've learned from us doing this, we've made these approaches at revolts and, and we've had this information. Boosie. The best thing that I've heard, yeah, exactly. The best thing that I've heard from someone and it was Bo Monty Jones talking. He's like, bro, the worst thing you can do to me is come up and ask me some generic ass shit. Like, hey, bro, what I need to do to make it? He's like, because I don't know you, dude. Yeah. Like, I can't give you any real information. He said, when you do get the opportunity to ask me, you stop me, ask me something specific. Yep. That way I can be like, oh, I don't know. Or I can tell you the best steps you need to go to take that. But just asking a very generic question, dude, guy, we was looking for a very generic answer. No. It was cool because it was Rick Ross and it sounded good. It was Rose was in his uh in his bag, like we always say, he never turns the character off. But to get something tangible from that is highly unlikely unless to the young entrepreneurs out there, if you want to do this, you need to have a very direct, well-researched question that can get you tangible results. How do I do something something specific to what you're doing? That you've seen that person who's doing it, the reason that you idolized them, how did they get in a specific position? Or what was the next step that they took in something? But if you ask a generic answer, like Bomani was saying, which is the realest shit I heard about, you like you get asked a generic answer, you're gonna I mean he's asking a generic question, you're gonna get a generic answer. So I thought that that was good advice. Shout out to the young entrepreneurs out there. Make sure that you do some research when you are waiting in the cold like that, where you can get something tangible from this. Yeah, uh, I'll say first and foremost, the funniest part, though, of all of this is him telling this nigga that it's going to get cold, stay in the cold while wearing a fur coat, dude. And that nigga didn't have no coat on. That shit was so funny to me. Dude. Also hilarious, dude. Hey, that was the funniest shit. But back to what you said, that's a very good point, because it was a generic answer. But mm. to be fair, the question was uber generic nigga yes yes but i say it like this man when you're hearing it from someone that's successful there's you can interpret that a certain way to make you could take something out of it i feel like he gave him something to take from that if you interpret it in the right way and how i would interpret what he was telling yeah. him was to stay uncomfortable to stay in the grind mm -hmm. to get uncomfortable and stay uncomfortable get out of your comfort zone nobody wants to be outside in the cold literally i just ran sunday morning in the cold it was 16 degrees outside me and my nigga we did mm. three miles i was freezing mm. my ass off dude and i got back in the car as fast as i fucking could not gonna lie I clear i instantly regretted doing that shit but <laughs> when the six-pack come around niggas in the summertime it's gonna be worth it now, I like what he said, stay in the cold, stay uncomfortable, because most people stay in a comfort zone and they don't step outside yep. or they don't get out of their comfort zone. They won't make that move. Make the move, dude. Stay outside in the cold, however you want to, whatever you want to, like, use that metaphor for whatever it applies to you. It can work. But if mm -hmm. you were looking for, like, this profound answer to something, to this wide open ass question you asked him, you're not going to get it. So that's the best that Ross could do on the spot. And I'm hoping, dude. Interpreted it in the right way and take his advice. You said he didn't tell him what he did, bro. No, he didn't. He just said, I'm an up and coming entrepreneur. 
Like, oh. for all you know, like Rick Ross has a position open for you. Now, I'm saying, but you didn't get into the specifics of it. But what I will say, what, we, what was most impressive about it, like you said, is that was off the dome. Yeah, Ross made that viral more like right there. It shows to the artistry and how Rick Ross come up with stuff that has lasted for so long throughout the years. Like that was off the dome. Yep. And people gonna be talking about that. We talking about it now. Like I, I, I Rick Ross a creative ass nigga, man. Shout out to him. It went viral. It did its job. It, it worked. It did its job. It did its job. I hope he got some new. I hope that dude got some new followers and shit from that. Like, but real quick though, speaking mm. of going viral. And we talked about this earlier, but I mentioned what about did you see your man's video? Who that mimicking the mimicking the target dude? Oh yeah, the Drake. That shit was funny though. That shit was funny. That was funny. The Drake video was funny as shit. And it got a little bit to do with this, cause look, I don't care how comfortable that nigga. Well, excuse me, I don't care how comfortable he looked doing that shit. But that nigga got to be uncomfortable sitting that tripod up and then in Target and and backing in the car. And a lot of people was hating on this nigga. Yeah. Meanwhile, the biggest or one of the biggest artists in the world mimics it, and now you going viral. This nigga had Tiana Trump reaching out to him. I saw that. Like, so, like, like you said, it's a little bit to do with this, the going out in the cold, because he was thinking that shit gonna pay off, and I seen he got sponsorships from like NFL, I think, from this shit now. That's so crazy. Like, that, that that is wild. That's crazy. But that that's the but that's another thing, R- really quick, because I ain't gonna stay long on this. That's why people don't like Drake because they think he's corny. Mm-hmm. And because people look, because people think dude that's setting the tripod up at Target is corny. Yes, Drake doesn't take himself seriously, so he can do that, and it's funny. Like we get, if you get it, you get it. Get You're it. in Thanks. on it, dude. He's poking fun at it, like at itself. He, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So th- th- that's why when any when anytime people let me Drake, he corny. So I'm like, yeah, but he doesn't take himself too seriously, though. He's an so, actor. Sean Walsh say this all all the time, bro. He's an actor. He's really good at entertaining. So, that's yeah. it. That's all. That shit was funny, man. It was. I don't deal for that, man. All right. Speaking of funny, Ja Rule. Ja Rule came out over the week. Hey, B. Ja Rule said it is statistically, no keyword there, statistically impossible for him not to be a top 50 rapper. Are you biting? Absolutely. We got to stop hating on Ja Rule, dude. Oh, my God. We got to stop hating. Ja Rule City. If, if, if y'all want to know where this came from, Billboard had a top 50 greatest rappers list. Vibe had a top 50 greatest rappers list. Both had Jay-Z number one, by the way. Neither one of them had Ja Rule. He's That's right. He put up too many numbers, dude. Like, stop, yeah, we got to stop hating. I get it. The, the music may not have aged the best. You may not have thought he was that great lyrically. Whatever you thought 50 well, killed what him. What are we talking about? If he don't got good music and he don't got good lyrics, how is he a top 50 rapper? What That's are we talking no- about, bro? Like, stop right there. What are we talking about? <laughs> Listen, man. 30 million albums, bro. Stop. Yeah. He's top 50, man. Like, so let's not let's not be let's stop being funny. I get it. 50 washed him, cleaned him up, killed his career, took his style, the whole nine, deboed him out of his position for sure. He's top 50, man. Like, stop, bro. I, I can't I can't agree with this. I don't know what statistics that he's looking at other than sales. I think when these lists are curated, a lot of it has to do with yes, sales are involved and impact is involved. Yeah. And I'll give you that. I will give you that for Ja Rule. But the most important thing that you say, his songs don't hold up now and he's not a good lyricist. When people are talking about these lists, skills is probably the number one thing. Beyond impact, beyond album, um, 
album library or any of those things skill when people like when you see a a killer mic on there it's not because he sold 10 million records or he has this impeccable catalog it's because niggas know that he can rap his ass off and if you get all 50 of us in a room it's impossible that killer mike won't have one of the top 50 verses it's very feasible that ja rule shit will get cut off the song if we got, if we want fifty rappers on there, you get give me the worst verse. It's possible since Jaru want to bring in statistic. It's statistically possible that you would have the fiftieth worst verse on the song out of everybody that raps. Say it's not. Say it's not. Mm-hmm. You know it, bro. Are you serious, dude? Give me the first of all. Number one, Killer Mike didn't make the list. Let's be clear. Well, that's hating. That's hating. No, it's like they was hating Jaru, but I'm saying Killer Mike has more of an argument. Than Ja Rule would because Killer Mike can go into any room and be like, no, nigga, I can rap and I can rap better than half the niggas in here. Ja Rule can't do that. Ja Rule can't do that. So can cannabis, nigga. Nobody cares. Like, what are we? That's hella niggas that can say it. He don't got the, the, like, Killer Mike got nominated for a Grammy this year. So did Ja Ja Rule get nominated for a Grammy? Yeah, but we keep forgetting that Ja Rule can't rap. Yes, he can. That's what we're forgetting. He he can rap, though. He can rap. rap. Now, I will say this, though. Billboard was consistent because Nelly didn't make the list either. Wes Hayden too. What? Nelly can rap better than ja Rule. Nelly, Nelly is a better rapper than ja Rule. Man, ain't no goddamn way, dude. <laughs> Nelly is a lot better than ja Rule Batman. Nigga, you ain't even got the you ain't even got the Nelly quotable, dude. That ain't a hook. E-I-E-I, nigga. <laughs> exactly. What is E-I, dude? What does that mean? He opened the doors for sexy red. That thanks, Nelly. He opened oh, the doors dilemma. for Sexy Red and Chingy. Appreciate that, bro. I can go bar for bar with Dilemma. Nigga, uh... <laughs> there are no bars on Dilemma, dude. What are you talking about? That's a barless bar song. Bar Dilemma, nigga. Uh, what else? Now you got the, in that first Nelly, you got that fucked up. That song about his mama? Come on, bro. That's the shit. Like, That's the shit. Oh, by the way, this was Billboard and... My bad. This, was, this wasn't Billboard and Vibe. This was... I mean, separate list. This was one list done by Billboard and Vibe. My bad. So I didn't want to make it like it was two lists. It was just one. Let me ask you this, because you bought every Ja Rule CD. Absolutely. Even after he got crushed by 50. Absolutely. If a nigga were to ask you, I right, what's that Ja Rule song? And you, what, what song are you pointing him to? It's, uh, how, how much time we got? Oh, stop it. How much so time do we got? Not one. That, that, that's my thought. Exactly. Pain is love. I'll stop it. Go to that Pain is Love album. Go to that Rule 336 album. Go to that Vinny Vinny Vici album. The best song he has is when he sampled that Ronald Isley. Or when Ronald Isley was That was banging. However I remember it, that was yeah, the that best was song Ja Rule's ever done in his life. Album. Ja Rule got some shit. I know he got big hits and shit, but that ain't for me. His first album is banging, though. Y'all true. It's not. It's it's really not. He ain't got an album better than none of Nelly's albums. Stopping his sweatsuit. Stopping like, that sweatsuit? So what, do, do you think... Because that... Now that we've stumbled upon it, that'll be a versus Ja Rule and Nelly. You're, ja Rule will get his best. That's a good one. But that'll be a really good versus right there. That's a that. good I'm, I'm not mad at that. Ja Rule will wash them, yeah. but I'm not mad at that. No. Nelly will dog walk Ja Rule in a versus, dude. Dog, like, absolutely dog walk. Dog. <laughs> it's not even close either. Y'all, I, y'all let us know Ja Rule versus Nelly. Who wins in the versus and why is it Ja Rule? New York, he got so many more bangers and do like he gonna get up. That nigga, New York, dude, man, stop. Kelly Rowland getting washed on that New York shit, bro. What the fuck? Kelly gonna got a hundred guns, a hundred clips, wide, nigga. 
that's dilemmas are automatic W. Kelly come out there looking fire like wine, singing. Oh, yes. It's gonna Lord. do Tim McGraw bullshit. No, hey, that's going that's another W. That's no. another W to Tim McGraw. <laughs> Keep racking up them W's, bro. All right, man. Next, before we get into our wins and our losses, a couple more topics here, A B. Cameron. Cameron was recently on their podcast and he wanted to clear up that age-old classic 60 Minutes interview about snitching. And he went into this long explanation about what he meant. Did you buy the explanation? Yeah, I do. He he went on to explain that his video was edited. The interview was edited crazy and that they took First out the context at which he was saying not to snitch, which was if, that, if you snitch and it doesn't lead to a conviction, then those people are coming back home to live in the same area where you live at. So now you got to see him every day. And now something bad could happen to you. He said that was the context in which he said it, but they edited that out. And I buy it because if you go back to 2007 when this happened, he released a statement apologizing for people who took it out of context. And he reiterated, quote, where I come from, once word get out, gets out that you cooperated with the police, that only makes you a bigger target of criminal violence. This That is a dark reality in so many neighborhoods like mine across America. I'm not saying it's right, but it's reality. So he's already said this explanation before. I was going to be hot at him because he's had the opportunity to say this on Breakfast Club. I believe it was on Breakfast Club when they asked him about it and he walked it back or whatever, said he would move if a serial killer lived next door. Or he would, no, he said he would call the police if a serial killer ne- moved next door. Mm-hmm. But he so he had the opportunity to walk it back then, which he didn't. But I, I went back and looked and he released this statement. So I buy it because it's consistent with what he said back in 07. My initial thought was this is a whole lot of nigga babble that he like when he was explaining this, like, bro, like at this stage, I ain't necessarily saying he got to walk it back, but I, I, I do think that Cameron appreciates being a civilian now more so than he did during that interview so he understand is able to explain a little bit better you know some of the civilian repercussions of oh these dudes was doing that and then again they don't go to jail like he said now they right back on the block and you got to deal with knowing that they told you yep so that 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 makes sense in the explanation i'm kind of like over them still explaining and it's been what 20 fucking years since this happened so i don't even really think he has to clear this up like it's more of a common sense thing, bro. Like I'm not even, and, and that's one of the things he could have said. Like, bro, I'm, I wouldn't even. I'm a tax paying podcasting citizen now. Of course, I can speak to it. I wasn't back then, and that was the perspective that I I was speaking from. People have to allow perspective into this conversation because this is black or white. And Cam did a, a a decent job on both ends of keeping a perspective when he was outside and a perspective now that he's not outside. Mm-hmm. Hoping people understand that. So. It wasn't that bad, but it was still a bigger battle, I thought. It, it, it wasn't. However, Cam is now, he turns 49, 48 in like two weeks. He can't say the same shit he said at 28 and 27. He can't do that. Facts. Like, you'll That's look, ri- you'll look ridiculous. Matter of fact, to many people, he sounded ridiculous then. Um, but he, again, was not coming from a quote-unquote civilian space. Air, I mean, he was, but he was. You know, niggas trying to maintain images and shit, but... <laughs> Now he wears suits on a podcast, so now he feel better about cleaning it up. But like, come on, it's not, he sounded silly back then. How did you say? How did you say Cam turns? He's forty seven. He turns forty eight in two weeks. Do you think he dyes his hair? 
Cause that's what jumped out at me when I was watching that video. Like, damn, that's man, funny as shit. He ain't got no grays. Like, like not one gray hair. Ain't no gray. Like, no gray. Like, no gray at almost fifty is impressive. That's crazy. He absolutely got that hair club for men. They might sponsor the show, dude. That shit jet black too. I was like, hold on. Oh yeah, no, nah, nigga. That was the first thing that I thought about. Nah, nah you, ain't, you, ain't, you ain't pulling that shit up. Steve Harvey got us uh, with the edge up and shit back in the day. We ain't falling for that shit yeah, now, though. It's over for that. It's over for that shit. That's true. Then let's keep right, it New York. Next, Jim Jones, man, said he will put up a hundred k to battle any rapper from his era. Quote: They trying to do everything but rap. End quote. Said he giving out all the smoke. My question, should anyone cool. be afraid of the Jim Jones 100K battle? No, this is a cooler marketing thing, though. It'll make it look mm -hmm. like he's the only nigga out here rapping, which I spoke to earlier. Like, I could see him wanting people to get active because Jim Jones from that era that I was speaking to earlier. But unless he's just trying to give away $100,000 to whoever will take it, I think he should kind of be a little quieter, my nigga. <laughs> like, put a name on it and, and call somebody out there that you probably could beat and do it that way. But... All it's going to take for, like, and I, I don't know if Jim Jones got somebody writing for him, but I, I was, like, what's your boy name? Los? Yeah. I would be on every social media platform saying, nigga, where, where you want to meet me at, nigga? I need need them 100K. Yeah, yeah he, clean, he cleaning like, them up. If I was one of them rapping, if I was one of them rapping, rapping ass niggas. He cleaning them up. And I'm all over social media, like, Jimmy, he go, I'm dropping my location, nigga, pull up. Let's film this live, bring the 100K cash. But I guess the only thing that them niggas would be, have to be worried about is not having the 100K to bring to that. But I don't know Lowe's in them pockets, so maybe I'm wrong. Listen. But yeah, this is bullshit. Jim, Jim Jones, much like Cam, is also turning 48 this year. And where he may not yeah, be right. using Beijing in his beard, the nigga is clearly losing his mind. Dude, we just witnessed you battle somebody on the versus stage. And and you had two of your partners with you, and Jada cleaned all of y'all up, dude. We just saw this. You lost for free. That's who should have responded. Jada Kiss should have responded. Like, nigga, where you at? Y.A. should have been the response. Easy money. We just saw this, dude. And you just tried it with Pusha T, and he ignored you. And so, like, he's trying to get that <laughs> He's trying to get that energy back. And what he did with Pusha T, signed, the song about Pusha T was, was cool. It was cute. It wasn't, it wasn't a, he wasn't a slouch on there. Like it was solid. I wasn't mad at it. Cool. He didn't get any response back. So it kind of fell on the wayside. People don't forgot about it already. It didn't even get mentioned in none of the wrap ups. <laughs> no, shit was an afterthought. Everybody forgot about that shit. Everybody forgot about that shit. But don't go asking for smoke when Jada was in front of you, nigga, six feet in front of you, giving you all the smoke you could handle and you, and nigga, you, y'all couldn't do shit with it. So I don't, I don't want to hear that. I'm good. It's a pass. It's a pass. I don't know who the, who else he would be talking to, but I know he ain't talking to him, and I know he ain't talking to Fab, because right now Fab is goddamn it on a cooking spree. He don't want that them problems at all. So I don't know who else he could be talking about, bro. I guess Jimmy depending on niggas thinking that he'll beat them up. Like I guess that's what he's banking on. <laughs> thinking that like, if you if you <laughs> like he told, I guess like he was selling Pusha T. Be careful, don't go too hard, pause, because it, it can get ugly. You know I got a temper problem, so I guess he's banking on that. But if he if he plan on just showing up and out rapping niggas, it must be another Jim Jones. Like yep. that, it, not Capo. Like it's it's another Jim Jones somewhere out there. Well, he got a hell of a guard right now. One of the two. Maybe yeah. Max B getting out. Don't help him. So that's true. <laughs> he gotta chill out though. All right, next man. 
it was a list that dropped off you. It, it appears to be your burner account, AB, because these <laughs> are some of your, the ones that you hate, your most hated are on this list. So it appears that you may have dropped this somewhere on Twitter, but the list came out on Twitter and it was the 11 biggest fall-offs or just a fall-off list in general. I don't know if it's the biggest ever in history. Pause. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But <laughs> the fall-off list that went viral. I want to know, A.B., who was on it and was it accurate? Yeah, first of all, it says top 10 rappers that fell off and it's got 11 names. So that let me know that whoever wrote this is already a couple of sandwiches short of a picnic. Maybe but you couldn't leave Polo G off, though. That's, you could have left Polo G off. How 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 hard of a fall is Polo did Polo G fall from, dude? Let's be honest. Like, come on. Polo now. G was cooking for a minute though. Like, let's be like, I ain't saying that he, he was, was. this nigga out, but he was cooking for a minute. Okay. I will say they've got Meek at 10, Roddy at 9, accurate, the baby at 8, disrespectful, designer at so seven, accurate, so little like pump this. at six, accurate, rich homie at five, accurate. NBA young boy, I, like I have this. no not even applicable. Little Baby at three should be number one. Wando Rondo at two and Bobby Schmurda at number one. It, it, whoever put this list. together is shooting 80% from the field. I'm not even going to hold That's you. a solid list right there. Yeah, that's a solid list. That's a very good three is crazy. It should have been high. two. It should have been one. <laughs> I'm saying who we left off, though. And Can you count somebody that got locked up, though? Can, can Pooh Shiesty count on this? Shine. I mean, well, that's a good one too. But now, eventually, someday, shine is child. I should definitely be on there. This uh, looked like a young nigga did this list, though. List. Yeah, he don't know who shine is. Yeah, they don't know who shine is. Yeah, he'll, but Pushaisty, Takashi, like them niggas fell off. <laughs> Takashi fell off. Takashi <laughs> should definitely be on this list, but I guess we're not mentioning him at all. So that's true. That's a good point. I we don't even want to bring him up. We don't even want to bring him up. So I guess the niggas just skip right over him. Um, ja Rule should be on this list. Oh my god, <laughs> Ja Rule should, ja ja should, should be on that top 50 list, list nigga. That's what he should be this on. The list Ja Rule need to be on. It's the list. He, this is the list right here. But no, to be honest with you, man, like you said, who about 80%? Man, I feel a type of type of way about Lil Baby because I called this rise and I nigga texted me the other day. He was like, Man, what the fuck happened to Lil Baby? And I thought, I, I literally thought something had happened to him. I'm like, Damn, did he get shot or something? God forbid. But right. he was just talking about his music falling off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a solid ass list right here. Like we, like you, with the exception of NBA Youngboy, because I never really listened to him. And, yeah. and from my understanding, the kids still fuck with him. Bingo. Uh, I, I, like I think that he still goes platinum every time he put out some in the in the hood anyway or on YouTube. So I don't, I don't really understand the NBA young boy other than it being hate maybe. But everything else on this list, man, pretty accurate, including the baby, Meek, Roddy, like all of this shit, man. Like, I'm gonna tell you who they missing though. Who? Chance the rapper, bro, should have been on him. Dude, I, that, that golden Chance opportunity to put Chance on him, dude. Million percent be on that. I told you this was your burner. Well, if it's your burner, you would have had a chance on that. Facts. They, had, they got two plants on here. Who's the other plant? Chance Chance is one plant. Who's the other one? Lil Pump. Bingo. For, the, for, for those who don't know, he's the only rapper ever that was signed to a marketing company. If anybody wanted to wonder how he got on plant. Young Dro. For our era, yeah, I can see that. We, this needs to be split in different eras. This is a 2010s list. Okay. I got one for you. 
Oh, he probably won't even remember who this dude was. Hill. Oh, from MMG? Yeah, see, you had to clarify what I was yeah. talking about. Yeah, that, yeah, that was. But remember, he was signed to MMG. Like, tough. Like, and uh, Stolly. What's your other boy named Khaled, homeboy? Stolly. What's Khaled, oh, homeboy name? To my Ace Hood? Be doing the yoga and shit. Yeah. Ace, yep. Hey, listen now. Hey, hold on now. Ace Hood living good now. Hold on now. I seen that viral picture. I seen Ace Hood <laughs> worried about rapping, and I wouldn't be either, nigga. Y'all ain't seen that viral picture that I that we referring to, nigga. Hey, Hood living good. Jesus. <laughs> he ain't got no complaints. He ain't worried about nothing. He ain't worried about a thing, dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, man, last up, man, before we get to these wins or these losses, your man's. This your boy. You called him too. This was, I think you, I you might have called him on one of our buy and low, buy and sell stock episodes. Finesse two yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. He got mm -hmm. called out for sending the same verse to two different indie rappers. One of the artists mm -hmm. is asking for a refund. Come on with that paper. Why would you give me another verse that you've already gave somebody else? Finesse gave his explanation and said, "Hey man, you didn't clear the verse." So therefore, I can go and do something else with it. Are you buying his explanation? And for the music people, it, clearing, make sure I understand this right. It's one person didn't pay for it, right? Alleged, uh, according to him. Okay. I wanted to be uh, like more critical of it, but once I listened to Finesse explain it, and Finesse was like, my nigga, like, it's, it's still my verse. I've done it on your song, but you haven't taken the proper steps to make it a releasable song that's on you so if i'm if another nigga called me up and i really i might have a brain fog that day going through some shit i know i got this verse in the tub that i killed and this nigga got the money on hand come on with it buddy like come on with it like i'm sorry you shit out of luck when you do get the money call me like he could have let the dude know i will say that he could have been like hey man the check didn't clear i ain't got the money from you so i'm about to use that verse on something else if you want to get back down again, let me know. I'm going to require payment up front this time since we had to go through this whole ordeal. It could have been handled a better way. I will say that. But what I do believe is like he said, it's my art, nigga. You had me come waste my time already and you ain't paid me for this shit. Yeah, I'm going to use it again. What I'm supposed to do with it? How I know if you ever going to pay me? Like, nah, get out of here, bro. So yeah, I, I agree with F Finesse if he explained it correctly. You want to talk about nigga babble. Finesse wasn't talking about a goddamn thing, dude. Look, here's the thing. And shout out to the two indie artists, TG Commas is one of them, and Fast Money Ant. TG Commas is the one who took the social media and ranted about the nigga giving him two different verses. And he said, during his rant, though, that nigga called Finesse. He called Finesse. He said, nigga, one verse having ass, bitch ass nigga. That shit was funny as fuck. <laughs> One verse having ass nigga is hilarious. That's, That's first off. But here's the issue. And I would have bought Vanessa's explanation had he not recorded the verse and shot the video for both songs, dude. <laughs> you can't <laughs> shoot the video for both songs, bro. <laughs> and then turn around somebody nobody clear nothing. Bro, stop. That's, That's even more of a waste of my time, though, AB. Like, come no. on. Man. You ain't paying me. And like, what, what I'm supposed to do? Wasting my goddamn time. They got to show it up for this video. This nigga did a video in everything willingly, bro. Knowing, but if, if you're the second dude that got the recycle verse, you don't feel no type of way that he gave you a recycle verse. 
Mm, yeah, you do. Yeah, you I do. I would be more upset if I were him because I paid. I mean, yeah, that's true. the nigga that should be going on the Twitter rant. Like, nigga, I paid you. No. And you you knew you had this video and this verse out here. If that was the nigga that was complaining, I would have more empathy with him. But the nigga that didn't pay coming out and being like, oh, you did me dirty. This nigga got comma in his rap name. How nigga with comma in his rap name not going to make the payment? <laughs> nigga, you send that invoice back over here and stop playing with me, bro. Like, yeah, nigga, you done wasted all my goddamn time, man. But yeah, like, I I, I do agree with you there. The nigga that, that, that paid, he he got the biggest gripe. Because now, like, I would have been, he should have been the nigga you a one verse ass nigga. Hey, yeah, you're right. Just for shits and giggles, though, man, y'all look up TG commas, finesse two times, and then look up fast money and finesse two times. The same verse is hilarious, dude. That ass funny as shit, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I want to say some local niggas did this and we used to back in the day. Like, I want to say this happened before in Nashville, but I can't really put my finger on it. I'm sure it has. I feel like I've heard similar. I remember when Noriega did this on 3 6. Noriega had the same verse on Cash Money, and, he, and then he turned around and, get, and had the same verse on 3 6. That's crazy. But uh, other than that, that shit really don't happen. Now, you see niggas buy the same beat over. Mm -hmm. You'll see that more yeah, often. Like, a producer will sell the same beat twice. <laughs> yeah. Then you got to get beat up. Cause you, now you double dipping, you playing. Like I, and I have less like now you playing. I have a lot less sympathy on the producer side, especially if you got paid by both artists. Like, bro, come on, man. My song goes out just like this, niggas. Hey, man, that shit funny as hell. All right, man, let's get to these wins and losses. W or L to your man Meek Mill. He put out a tweet that said, "Quote: Do a lot of people play my music in South Africa?" I remember having a big show there a few years back. How do y'all listen to our music in South Africa? On what platform? Or in Nigeria? That was it. That was the, that was the question. He got roasted for this question. Oh, my God, man. This is, this is an L, but it's more an L because of Meek's history, as I always say here, and the fumbles that he's done online versus somebody like you you you're being really people are being assholes. He really meant what streaming platforms do you guys use? That yeah. that was the thing, but people perceived it as, oh, you didn't think we had Wi-Fi in Africa. Some of the responses to this were hilarious, nigga. Some niggas <laughs> said we hook antennas up to elephant trunks and, and <laughs> it was hilarious, nigga. Like some of the responses, y'all get y'all get two or three minutes, man. Go check them responses out, man. This shit was hilarious. But this is an L for me again. Oh shit. All right, man. Next up, winner loss. Your man Ghost from Power, Amari Hardwick, drops a new single. With my girl from Floetry, Marsha Ambrosian. It's called Destiny, man. One or loss. Did you hit play on this? No. Hell no. The fuck? I made it three seconds in. I'm going to say, you were talking about wasting time, bro. I'm not pressing play on a ghost song. <laughs> the fuck? This is a loss. Absolutely not. This is a loss on every aspect. You wasting you wasting Marsha Ambrosia time. That Bingo. beautiful voice Bingo. on a song like this. Like, why is Ghost trying to rap? Go make a TV show or something, my nigga. You're a really good actor, bro. Like, you could do a spinoff or do something. Like, I don't know. Wasting your time rapping. Is he rapping, though? Because I heard he was a poet. Spoken word. It's the Jay-Z yeah. shit. It's the Jay-Z shit. Marsha Ambrosius is too cold to be in the studio wasting her talents, dude. She's undefeated when it comes to them hooks. Like, bro, like, no, don't do that. And her new song with, with the Dr. Dre beat is banging, too. That shit fire. Yeah. Man, the most uh, disrespectful part of this was he in the Posted it said, let's bring Floetry back, insinuating that this was 
poetry level shit because he <laughs> yeah that's that's he do the singing so disrespectful but you know what though but you know the, the other girl in floetry did the spoken word shit though you know i'm i, yeah, I yeah. get what he but was still, going for but he did come on bro come on and plus i ain't gonna lie puff blew that puff had an opportunity if, if he could have brought floetry back on his little album that would have been hard that would have been a moment because they ain't made a song together in 15 years like each other old. no more i think I yeah, I think they kind of fell out. Fell out. Yeah. How about that? I think I'm going to. Am I seeing? Nah, Marsha was just down here last month. She was down here last month. I seen her in person. She called. Oh, uh, uh, Winter Lost Man Netflix announces Rhythm and Flow season two. Mm. This time, instead of um, Chance, <laughs> uh, Cardi, and I forgot who the third person was. Ti, those were the hosts in season one. Of course, uh, my boy D Smoke won it. Season two has DJ Khaled, Ludacris, and Lotto as the host, man. Win or loss. It's not bad. We can mm-hmm. replace Ludacris, but that's not bad. That's Hayden. If I <laughs> uh Lotto has been in the game for a while. The pictures came out when she was 13, and uh it shows she has ties to the music industry to her family and people. So I would take advice from her. Khaled, DJ Khaled, like who else would you want to hear your music and kind of give you motivation and direction other than him? He's one of the best marketers. Promoters yep. in the game. Um, I'm hating on Ludacris just clearly from a personal preference, but I mean he can rap, so you would want him critiquing the bars, and he got enough business acumen to kind of give you ideas on what to do with it. I'm really not familiar with the rhythm and flow, and like, it, are they they picking a rapper and they sign them? Like, what happens at the end, or what's the process? Yeah, I think they get like a, they make some they get some bread. It's like a little prize money or something to that effect. I can't remember if it's a deal or not. Um, I can't I can't remember the specifics, but this was one of the better competition. I don't really like competition shows musically. I don't do the voice and I don't bullshit. I don't, I don't care before about that. But this was dope because they had them do like real rap shit. They had to come up with like a video treatment. They had to come up with like different shit. It was actually, I was surprised. And there was some talented motherfuckers on there too. So I'm looking forward to this. Just, I hope they don't fuck it up. But season one was dope. I don't know why D Smoke and Sir haven't just made a group yet. It just That'd be cold. They need it. They need to do that. And I know That'd someone has mentioned that to them. They should do that. Uh, real quick, bonus W or L. When it, It's not over. Andre's not done with that new Blue Sun flute album, people. One oh. night only, January 23rd this year. You can go to IMAX, uh, IMAX Theater near you and have a cinematic album listening event and conversation with Andre 3000. It's a win or loss. Man, if you are a incense burning, crystal clutching, all natural chakra, yeah, aware person, right up your alley is your bag. Facts. You getting there early. You setting up the incense burners. Like you getting your bag for ninety minutes with this. So I see it. I see the vision. This is just not my type of party. But you probably no. can go in there and get you an Erica Badu. Real talk. Facts. Go in there and get you an Eric Badu. You will love. You will remember this night for the rest of your life. So I get it. It's not for me. Would you go? What is gonna be on screen while this shit is playing, dude? Like I don't. Under- I don't understand, dude. Loops. What are we yeah, looking at? Loops just floating around. Loops yeah. floating around. Being that motherfucker it's knocked loops. out, bro. <laughs> Nap a one. <laughs> like he, he should get a good party person to come with. Like you ought to have massage therapy. Now that'd be hard and shit like that. Get all them people in there, man. He'll be in his bag with this. This will be an event. Everybody doing the IMAX shit, man. Um, I just told him how to maximize this. 
Get and out of here, I'm telling you. Massage there. How much is the tickets? Them tickets, they smacking, nigga. I'm asking tickets high as fuck. I'm telling you. Get a massage therapist in there, man. The chakra ladies and the tarot card readers. All you the mean, people in there, man. Mean, a whole lot of snoring in that bitch. Yeah, uh, hey man, on deck of the week, man, we're going to YouTube. Shout out to Tony Robinson, 7921. He says, Lou facts, especially if Yayo did an interview with Rick Ross, that shit would be funny as hell. Oh, Referring God. to Tony Yayo's podcast, he said he's gonna take over the game. Yes, an interview with Ross would be hilarious. That them two niggas. Adults, that would be fire. That Woo. would be fire. Like you won't want no physical altercations from it, but it would be a really good podcast. It would. I agree. Um, and yeah. shout out to Mike Folks Jr. He said Westside has the vision and the merch, but the bars don't match. Uh, Benny is just a hot young boy. Pause. So they are banking Jesus on him. Christ. Conway has to get over his insecurities. Um, I think the problem with Griselda is that Benny's the front man. Conway is clearly yeah. the artist with the most consistent grind and bangers. He just isn't the face. Benny for sure had a better album, which makes him stand out. We were talking about the expectations from the Benny project on Def Jam, all that good shit. Mike, folks, we appreciate you dropping in in these comments. I agree. I agree. Conway got to get over himself, man. Fuck it. What is we know you look like that, bro. I ain't tripping. Just, just fuck it. Go hard. Pause. Why y'all saying he got to get over himself? I, I think if he about? wants to, if he wants to step out and grow, and maybe he don't want to. Maybe he don't want to. I don't know. But if he wants to branch out and get that Griselda sound like worldwide, I mean, not saying it's not worldwide because these niggas doing shows overseas and shit, but I'm saying to get to the heights of where it can be, mm-hmm. he got to get out. He got to get out his own way. He's been very transparent about that, though. Mm. Um, Calling Benny a, a hot young boy. Paul, yeah, that was crazy. Benny is 39 years old. He was born in 1984. Yeah. The day after me. Look at that. Yeah. He's 39 years old. That's crazy. So he probably meant FYI. just the hot young boy. Well, that that don't make any. Okay, never mind. I'm try, I tried to say face, Mike. My bad. Mike, yeah, appreciate it. Um, what you got to put me on, man? Two things, man. Um, both on HBO Max or Max streaming service. One, the first one is that is called Chef Bootcamp. For you and I, it's similar to. Uh, it reminds me of a Marcus Lamotus, but it's cooking. And oh, what that's happens all- is it, what happens is restaurant owners. The people, the, the chefs at their restaurant, they send them to this dude because they're doing something wrong in the restaurant and not able to produce like they want them to. And before they give them another position, they send them to this dude and he get to critique them. But it ain't on the, like, Gordon Ramsay shit. Like, he really be like, Marcus Lamoda, like, he's stern, but yeah. he be giving them jewels, too. And he also let them know when they fuck up. And it's a black dude. If you check out an episode, you'll definitely fuck with that. It's called Chef Boot Camp. And if you like cooking shows, you'll fuck with it too. But even if you don't, like from a business perspective, it's pretty cool. Uh, and the second one is the return of True Detective. Mm-hmm. Um, myself and Nick will be reviewing it on frames per second. I think those will come out, I guess, Thursdays. I'm not sure. I'll let y'all know what day. But if y'all are watching the new HBO series with Jodie Foster, True Detective, which I do recommend, first two episodes with Fire, we will be doing a review on that on frames per second. So check out. Y'all check that out. What you got? Absolutely. I have a put on question though. Benny is his new album comes out Friday. He's gonna be at this record store near me doing a signing similar to Killer Mike. Do I go and get the Benny vinyl sign? Nah, that's what Friday I said. Night. Nah, it's like five. It's like an afternoon. Oh. Mm. Is it worth that? Do I need to do that? 
don't know. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Everything, but I don't even. <laughs> but because and, and well, not you, and, would it be the new vinyl, new vinyl album that you get inside? Yeah. Or would it be something? Okay. And yeah, I, I got the. I mean, I, we know do I have another got, one? I think I might got that plugs I met. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth it. You get two for one. Then. If you got, if you can get both of them signed, and hopefully this is a really good album, which we think it will be, then that, that, that may be something for the collection you can put on the wall. So yeah, that's yeah, it's worth it. So I'm not a fan of. I'm not buying. I don't buy shit. I ain't, I ain't heard. I gotta hear it. Because the new shit don't come out till Friday. Yeah, that 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 will be your determining factor. You listen to it that day and it's banging. You got to pull up. If okay. It banging, I would. Nah, that's fair. That's fair. I had to double check, man. They, but they they shout out to DBS Sounds though. They run a nice program. I mean, they run a nice smooth. You're not gonna be at there all night. They keep it moving, <laughs> nigga. So that's my problem. I don't like standing in line, but they keep it moving, man. So salute to them. Yeah. Dope black owned uh, record shout store. Out to DBS, man. Absolutely, man. Um, again, youtube.com slash on deck TV show. Go to IG. I am Spike Lou, Animal underscore Brown. Keep the comments coming. Keep the likes coming. Keep the subs coming. We appreciate it. Share it. Do all that good shit. Anything else before we get out of here? No, that's it, man. We appreciate you guys joining us as ABJC. We out. Yes, sir.